wherewith the seasonable month endows the grass, the thicket, and fruit tree wild, writes John Keats in his Ode to a Nightingale, continuing, white hawthorn and the pastoral eglantine, fast-fading violets covered up in leaves, and mid-May's eldest child, the coming muskrose, full of dewy wine, the murmurous haunt of flies on summer eaves. Down below the ridge of our esker at Terra Plen, where my girlfriend and I are building a house, is a cove and peninsula. Three weeks ago, the only telltale sign that the peninsula existed was the multitude of various trees that stood in the almost flood stage Stillwater River. But in the days since, the water level has dropped considerably, and the peninsula has re-emerged, replete with burgeoning growth, especially a wondrous variety of ferns. Among them is the ostrich fern, much sought after in its infancy by many a mainer this time of year. And I am pleased accordingly, as our ostrich ferns' fiddleheads are abundant. Yet during this past week, I have not much noticed the murmurous haunt of flies that Keats mentions in his ode. On Wednesday, apropos of May's full moon, the flower moon, my girlfriend and I planted several raspberry and blackberry bushes at Terraplen. And although we performed this activity late afternoon, early evening, we weren't bothered by bugs. We asked ourselves, was this a factor of the arduous winter of 2013-2014? Was that winter also responsible for the attrition of the lemon balm in our garden in Orono? For years, we had kept the lemon balm at bay, as the prolific plant would have taken over the entire garden had we allowed it to do so. At the end of last year, we had three small controlled areas of lemon balm. This weekend, we noticed only a few sprigs here and there. The American Association for the Advancement of Sciences recently released a paper titled What We Know, the Reality, Risks, and Response to Climate Change, which the Portland Sunday Telegram suggested yesterday is a synopsis crying for our attention. The 28-page What We Know, being a more accessible document, than the 2,500-page recent climate change report released by the United Nations. How does our recently hard winter figure into climate change? How does the snowfall my mother received at her home in Colorado on Mother's Day figure into climate change? Ernie, a pilot friend of mine who a few years back has been spending time with his wife in Colorado near the headwaters of the Rio Grande River, also experienced the snowstorm that my mother had told me about. He sent me an email joking about how global warming was going to be a hard sell to his neighbors experiencing this significant snowstorm in May. And what exactly is the relation between global warming and climate change? Can we clarify these terms any? Stay tuned for these discussions in future editions of A Word in Edgewise. For more on Maine, have a great day. You could mess up my life in a pole Have me divorced by the time of the chorus 